The seminary that trains many Southern Baptist preachers is acknowledging something about its history that was widely known but often ignored. It was founded by men who owned slaves and defended slavery. Later stop, leaders. Stop. It says it was founded by men that owned slaves. Now, can, can, I, can I ask you a question? Can you get something sweet out of a bitter fountain? Can you make something straight that's crooked? Now, how the hell now today, if the foundation of it was based on these men with slave owners, which they owned us, that now it's okay, like the church is right, because they acknowledge it. You, you can't fix that light. That's not how it works. So again, Christianity is not based on white supremacy. Play it. White supremacy. The Southern Baptist Theological Seminary reviews its legacy of racism in a new report, and we have more now from NPR's Tom Jelton. The 71-page document is thoroughly researched and unsparing. In an introductory letter, seminary president Albert Moeller summarizes, the founding fathers of this school, all four of them, were deeply involved in slavery and deeply complicit in the defense of slavery, Moeller writes. Many of their successors, he says, advocated segregation and the inferiority of African Americans. We knew in generalities that the founders of the seminary owned slaves. We knew in generality that they've been very much a part of Southern culture, the culture of reconstruction and uh, even legal segregation, but it had never been documented. The report, written by six current and former faculty members, draws heavily on the seminary's own archives. It acknowledges the only reason a separate Southern Baptist denomination was formed back in 1845 was because Northern Baptists refused to appoint slaveholders as missionaries. The Southern Baptist Convention, more than 20 years ago, apologized for its connection to slavery. Last year, it passed a resolution condemning white supremacy. The Southern Baptists today are distinguished from others, mainly by their more evangelical and politically conservative identity. Allison Green, a historian of religion at Emory University, says this new report is significant, but she wonders what might follow. Making a statement about Confederate monuments might be a next step, or taking a stand on questions of voting rights in the 21st century. There will be more changes, says Albert Moeller, though he can't say what yet. There are no statues on the campus of seminary founders to remove, he says. There are buildings named after the founders. No changes there are planned. Taking the names off in one sense is just an, an effort to try to hide. This is the seminary story, Moeller says. The new report is the school taking responsibility for its history. Tom Jelton, NPR News. Okay, watch this. After all that speaking... They just said, yeah, oh, founders had slaves. They, what is the solution or how are they fixing it? Okay, we had slaves and that's just what it is. Okay, now you know. We already knew that. But they, they just said it openly. Does it fix anything? They said, uh, taking out the names off the schools, uh, we're not going to do that. Um, we're going to figure out something. And that's, that's the end of it. Come on, man. William Miller was an American Baptist preacher who is credited with beginning the mid-19th century North American religious movement known as Millerism. After his proclamation of the second coming did not occur as expected in the 1940s, new heirs of his message emerged, including the Advent Christians, 1860, the Seventh-day Adventists, 
1863 and other Adventist movements. Find out more on the Forefront Radio. Uh, look, they trying to kill us through the food. Kim Trails got you switching moves. Trying to scare us through the news. They want us to act the fool. Toxins and heavy metals, it's all in your water if you in the ghetto. They want me to quiet down the truth, but best believe I'ma tell them. They serving soy in the jails, trying to feminize our males. KFC pushing fake meat, but they'll never sell kale. Most of the world gonna be deceived into worshiping bell. And a lot of y'all took the vaccine and still don't got no taste or smell. Sheesh, modern day slavery, they still got your mind on a leash. Christ coming back soon and you worried about a Georgia peach. Get your mind off the gutter and get in them scriptures. They want you spiritually weak. Open your eyes and see. Look, you better wake up. Them crackers ain't taking no days off. Your enemy praying on you and you're putting your trust in the system that hates y'all. You are tuned into the Forefront Radio. I'm your host, Afia Levi. We appreciate all the listeners. We appreciate everyone that tunes in week after week for truth. And always remember, the truth does not fear investigation. So always look into everything. Always do your research. We're about to get into it. So let's talk about your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. What am I talking about? Modern religion is white supremacy. You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. The jig is up, folks. You cannot lie anymore. We are on every platform, every streaming service, whether it's your YouTube, whether it's your Spotify, whether it's your Facebook, whether it's your Instagram. If we got to call it out on a mountaintop, we will do so because we will defeat all the evil on this earth by exposing you to the truth. And what is the truth according to the Bible? What is the truth according to the word of the Most High? Let's find that in the book of Psalms, chapter 119. And what does it say? The book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse 142. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. We live in a society that teaches us to be lawless. We live in a society that disagrees with righteous principles. We live in a society that negates the truth. This system is anti-truth, anti-Christ, anti-Hebrew, anti-anything that is godly and upright. How do I know that? Well, the Bible teaches that the Christ of the Bible, the Messiah, is a black man. According to Revelation chapter 1, verse 14, you could literally read out of this book 
that his description shows that he has woolly hair, but the white supremacy in your mind tells you, no, no, woolly, no, straight, straight hair, straight hair. It tells you woolly in the Bible. Let's read that real quick. For those that never read the Bible before, the Bible is a black history book. Let's go to Revelation chapter 5, verse 5. And it says, And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. Okay, it's talking about the lion of the tribe of Judah. Okay, who is the lion of the tribe of Judah? Let's go to Hebrews. Uh-huh. Let's go to Hebrews. We're going to the Bible and we're looking in the instruction manual. That's going to tell you what we need to know. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 14. For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah, which tribe concerning uh which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning priesthood. So who was the Lord? Jesus the Christ. What tribe did he come from? The tribe of Judah. Okay. So if he's from the tribe of Judah, that means his mom is from the tribe of Judah, his daddy from the tribe of Judah. That means that his tribes of people are the specific people that we know of as the Jews. Okay, let's get a description in the Bible of what their complexion was. Jeremiah, who went into the Babylonian captivity, said this. Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 2. Judah mourneth, and the gates thereof languish. They are black. They are black. They are black unto the ground. So hold up. Wait a minute. I'm reading out of the Bible that it says that the Jews are black unto the ground, that the tribe of Judah is black unto the ground. How do you get a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man out of that? It doesn't exist. It's a figment of the European Eurocentric dominated majority of the planet that have been brainwashed through the same people that authorized slavery through the Catholic Church in the 1400s. Gets your facts straight. Get your history straight. Papal bull passed by a pope that legalized enslaving infidels, Jews, and Moors. Oh, hold up. Wait a minute. Those Jews were the Moors. Those Moors were the Blacks. Because you have a book by the name of Micah, and Micah was considered a Morithite, a Morishite, right? <laughs> you can't make this up. You can't make this up. People will read this out of the Bible. It literally says, Judah mourneth, they are black. They, Judah, the tribe of Judah, the same tribe that Jesus the Christ came from. You heard the words coming out of my mouth. This Bible verse says, they are black unto the ground. How do we know that? The deeper you dig in the rich soil, the blacker it gets. Hello. The deeper you dig into the land, it is different shades and gradations of black, brown. Okay? So, is modern Christianity white supremacy? Yes, it is. My shepherd, I shall not want, I shall not want. The Lord, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Give ear, my people, incline your ears to my word. 
the parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, but she hath not heard nor have known. We will not hide it from our children, showing the truth to each generation. To praise the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works. For he established a testimony and a law appointed for Israel, which he hath commanded our fathers to make them known to the children. Nothing must set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. Nothing may set their hope in God. Forget the works of God, but keep His commandments. Nothing may set their hope in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments. Because when I read my Bible, it says this, the greatest man to walk upon the earth is described as this revelation chapter one, verse one, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show to his servants things which must shortly come to pass, shortly come to pass. And, and he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. So this man literally looked and was like, I see the son of man. I'm going to reveal to you, Jesus Christ. I'm going to prove to you with evidence who Jesus Christ is according to this Bible. Now let's jump down to verse. Uh, let's jump down to verse 14. He looks at his head and his head looks like this, his head and his hairs were white like wool. Wool is a textured style of hair. Wool is the same type of texture like the so-called Negro. They call it Afroid hair. So those people that have Afroid coily hair have woolly hair. The other nations of the earth have straight hair. So Jesus the Christ were revealing to you that Jesus the Christ came in the flesh, and that flesh was that of a black man. Here is more proof. It says this, His eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. So this man talked with power, with strength. He did not speak weak this man was so dark, it looked like it was burned in a furnace. If I take white rice and put it in a furnace, what color is it? Black. If I take toast and put it in the toaster and burn it up, what color is it? Black. Who taught you to hate? 
that the very man written of in this Bible was a Caucasian. How do you get a white boy out of burned in a furnace? How do you get a white boy out of a black-skinned brass man? Brass is a derivative of brown. Brass is already enough. The fact that he said brass, I'm like, hold up. Okay, brass. I know brass is brown. But then it says, so dark, it looked like it was burned in a furnace. I believe in this thing. And whoever doesn't believe that Jesus Christ came in the flesh, guess what? The Bible says you are anti-Christ. If you don't believe this Bible verse, I don't care. If you don't believe this Bible verse, you are anti-Christ. Verse, First uh, John chapter four, verse one says this: "Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God." Because many false prophets are going out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. So my question to you, listener, is this. What skin, what flesh, what complexion did we just read of in the Bible? Because this whole entire Bible talks about Jesus Christ, his descendants, his people, and they're described as black. Oh, you want more proof of that? Because you don't believe all these documented sources. I did not write the Bible. You do not agree with these documented sources. Let's find the book of Job, chapter 30, chapter 30, which says this. My skin is black upon me. My skin is black upon me and my bones are burnt with heat. This man named Job said his skin is black. Not his feelings, not his emotions, not how you think he looks. He says my complexion is black on me. Hmm. The Bible is a true book. We are the real Hebrews of the Bible. You're listening to the Forefront Radio. Why is this important? This is important because an entire group of people have been enslaved. An entire group of people have been scattered to the four corners of the earth. Uh, and these peoples don't know who they are. Oh, they're African. Oh, 54 countries. Pick one. Oh, they're, they're, they're Northeastern African. Uh, uh, which part of Northeast Africa? Jerusalem. Zion, Mount Zion, that is where they derive from. Little do you know, people, these folks done enslaved God's favorite people on the entire planet. And guess what? The Bible is a true book. Revelation chapter 13, what is the punishment that Jesus Christ has in the New Testament? Because you can't get no further than the book of Revelation. It's the last book in the Bible. Let's see what he says. I did not write this. I'm just reading it. Revelation chapter 13 and verse 9. If any man have an ear, let him hear. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, the Forefront Radio, I want you to hear this very clearly. He that has an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. The saints of God are those that have been scattered through slavery, the descendants of slavery and colonization. 
We call them Black, we call them African-American, we call them Jamaican, we call them Haitian, we call them Puerto Rican, we call them Panamanian, we call them Nigerian, we call them Afro-Palestinian, Afro-Pakistani, Ethiopian Jew, and other terms that they call these people scattered throughout the four corners of the earth. These will be the meek that shall inherit the earth. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We now have a cash app. The link is in the description of the page here on anchor.fm, also on Spotify. We appreciate you listening in. We do have a few features that we are including now. We are selling a few products such as watches, perfumes, colognes, and other uh, products will be available for our Israelite community, as well as the general community of the population. We have a Facebook page. Just type in the Forefront Media and you'll be able to get updates of uh, various shows that we drop when they do drop. Um, Please do share this show if you like the show and we do hope that you do love this show. And uh, tune in for more uh, episodes once we have them available. Thank you for listening to The Forefront. I'm your host, Afiel Levi Israel.